0: Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me um, and I promised you a week of recording um, everything out and about, um, of trying to create some sort of soundscape so there'll be some kind of idea of where I've been and what I've been doing. And we've been away um, in on the East Coast in and around the East Coast for a week and so I've recorded each one of my day's uh, updates from, from a different location dot around um, Scarborough. Um, so that's that's on its way. I'm currently sat in the garden. We're back, uh, we got back yesterday, dropped the Motown back off, which was fantastic. Um, and thanks to everybody at Peter Roberts for helping us out with the Motown because it really was truly epic. Um, and I thought I might as well do the intro um, in the back garden to continue the whole vibe of recording everything out and about. You might just be able to hear a train in the background, not quite sure, because um, i think the Sheffield train has just gone past. Um, So without further ado, um, let's have a little bit of uh, twangy guitar before we uh, are transported um, to the East Coast. (laughs) So today is the first day recording um, whilst on holiday and uh, recording out and about. And I talked last week about the fact I was going to try and, and, and sort of do some soundscapes and, uh, and record from, from where I was rather than just normally being behind my desk. Um, we've, we've been away since Friday. We've moved um, campsites today. So we had three days in a campsite uh, about 12 miles south of uh, Scarborough and where we're at a campsite that we've stayed at a lot, um, just in a village called Burniston, which is the north of, of, of end of Scarborough, up on the on the cliff top. And the noise you can hear in the background, that's just a gentle that's just a, a gentle breeze. You probably hear, probably pick up um, a little bit of bird song. Um, we've got a, a family setting of a tent that I can I can see straight ahead of me now. Another car's just about to move so you might hear that um sort of in the left hand side of the um left hand side of the of the um you know, the earphones or your earphones or, or what have you. Um and I'm just sat uh and you can probably pick up the sound of what sounds like cutlery and that's and that's um pasta being served the, the the boys are having a late lunch so that's the sound of a meal being prepared in um, in in this fairly spiffy motor home that we've we've got. I have to say it's 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 a really impressive piece of piece of kit um, and we're three nights in now so we, we you know the, the first night was a bit fraught um, but we've we've started to get used to um, started to get used to it now uh, it's a kind of a weird arrangement there's a the the, the, the kind of the master bed so to speak um, is something that drops down from the drops down from the ceiling so you press a button and this bed actually drops from the ceiling about probably about four about four foot clearance um and it's weird because it's kind of i thought it'd be it'd be somehow fixed to the wall but it's not it's on straps so it it slightly moves it's like a metal almost like a metal hammock um so the first night was quite weird because there was a gentle kind of um you know motion all the time it was almost like sleeping in a cabin on a very very calm calm sea um so that took a bit of getting used to, but um, but but you know it. That seems to have eased off every every night since then. Seems to be. Um, it seems to be you don't notice as much. So clearly you you know your you, your body's adjusting. So so yeah. So I'm outside uh, in this in this campsite, um, and just you may you may actually hear depending on how long I go on. You may hear the sound of. Um, of the whistle on the kettle because I've just put the, I've just put um, some water on to boil for a, uh, you know so just to have a have a mid afternoon coffee um, and and sit in the sunshine which is amazing because it was literally we 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 had a ride into Scarborough on Saturday and it was the coldest I've ever known Scarborough and it, and, and that's on a bank holiday Saturday and it was about ten degrees and it was a biting wind and it was raining and I lost feeling in my fingers. And we were we were stood huddled by the lifeboat um, station in Scarborough, uh, trying to eat a sandwich on uh, on Saturday um, because there was wasn't really anywhere. It was difficult to find places to eat, and so we managed to find somewhere doing it. it, it well, funnily enough, as I mentioned them last week, Cooplands of all places, and uh, and we got a sandwich and we stood uh, in the shelter of the lifeboat station because it kind of blocked the wind a little bit and and I literally my hands were going that kind of um kind of creamy white color I was I was losing you know the sense in my fingers and it was it was that cold I I can't remember being as cold as I you know in in August as I was as I was on Saturday so this is an incredible change because it's bright sunshine and you know um sat out in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt just just enjoying well, that moment you get when you're camping, when you've, when you've set up your, you know, your gears done and your, your little world has been, has been complete and you're now watching other people and that is one of the joys of anything like this is getting set up and then literally treating watching people trying to set tents and caravans and you know, watching people trying to reverse caravans is a, is a great spectator sport which you can only do when you know you've done yours. Uh, same with you know with anything like a motorhome, it's like watching somebody pitch a tent. If your tent is up and it looks fine, then watching other people pitch a tent is a great, it's a great spectator sport. Anyway, uh, we'll call it a day um, for this kind of first section of this this kind of weird therapy for me, really, um, because it's probably going to be just me describing the environment I'm in. But we'll move about a bit and we'll go somewhere different. And I've brought two or three different mics and different ways of recording, so. Um, we'll try different things in different places to see what it picks up uh, and see how it all works um, but other than that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a coffee I'm going to enjoy the sunshine and I'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> It's just after eight o'clock in the morning um, and I'm sat on a wall on the promenade in Scarborough um, and the sun is drenching Scarborough this morning. There's no other way of putting it. It's that kind of sunlight that literally is just drenching the town. Um, and I got up early to come out and, and have a run. So I've parked at the North End Um of of Scarborough at the Sea Life Centre, which if you if you know anything about Scarborough, um, you'll know it's the um, the like triangle shape, uh, well pyramid shape buildings um, at the at the end of the North Bay, uh, and it kind of marks the end of the you know the promenade. And if you you know if you go along, and I have run along the prom. Uh, all the way to the uh, the other side of the South Bay. So you walk or you run um, down around um, the, the the North Bay and the beach, and then you go around Marine Drive, which is the long sort of road that takes you around the headland, because there's a, a headland that juts out in the middle of Scarborough with the with the castle on top of it or the ruins of the castle, and then you head round Marine Drive and you drop down into the into the South Bay. Um, and from there, you go around the South Bay, and you end up at the uh, at the Spa Theatre, which kind of, oh, it's not a theatre actually; it's a ballroom and, and sort of a concert hall. Um, and you end up, and that marks kind of pretty much the end of the uh, of of the the prom um, on the on the South End before it sort of goes up and and climbs onto the cliff top. And it's it's about a perfect ten k. It's it's literally is from from where I've parked my car to touching the spa, sort of the outdoor concert hall, the, the sort of band area, um, and back is is pretty much a perfect six point six point two three miles. Um, and it's been good because I think I've PB would this morning. I haven't checked yet, but I think I've I think I've done a personal best for ten k, which, uh, which 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 should be really pleasing actually if that's if that's happened but it's it's just a joy to be out here um, as I say it literally is it's that it 's a fairly still sea it 's got that light that shimmer of light that you get off when the sun's coming up in the morning and just and and, and just bouncing off and reflecting off the water and Scarborough really is quite a magnificent looking place uh, when you look at it, you know, uh, and and you sort of survey it from one end, particularly in the north side, uh, with the really, you know, sort of uh, Victorian type uh, hotels and guest houses on the top, um, and then the things that have, have changed and added since there's um, there's been a really nice sort of apartment block built at um, around the corner where where sort of the, the, you head up to P-Zone Park, and uh, which has kind of got, got a slight Art Deco feel, which which is really in keeping um and then you've you've had a lot of chalets that the, the, there was always chalets down here but they've been massively improved and painted and then they've added a load load more so you've now got uh, a real you know a real big run of, of brightly painted colored chalets um gives it that kind of feel of, of balamori the kids tv program and i'm looking here at sort of reds and greens and blues and uh, uh, you know and uh, and yellows and and it looks it looks really very much as you'd expect a seaside resort to look i mean this 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 part of scarborough's uh kind of um been discovered by the surfing community and so you know sort of shops and restaurants and bars and cafes are following in their wake um and it's really it's really had a very positive effect and this is a really nice end of scar because you've got peasant park which is absolutely you know a really nice you know park at one end and then you've got the the, you've got the cricket ground at this end which is a, a beautiful cricket cricket area uh and it's it's you know it is one of the great british resorts without a shadow of a without a shadow of a doubt um so we'll wait and see what the rest of the day um, brings, um, but it's it, you know it's been a good start so far. I've had a really nice run. I've, I've I've seen lots of people milling about, dog walking and running and cycling, and there's been lots of people sat doing you know yoga atop the uh, atop the, the the wall that runs along the seafront. Um, and it's been a really, it's been really nice as a you know as a, as a quick look around Scarborough, having not been here for a while, having a run round's a great way of just picking up a few on, on, on a few of the things that have that have changed. Um, so I'm going to head back. I'm going to head back to the motorhome. See how I, I imagine that that the motorhome hasn't stirred yet. That everybody is still fast asleep. So I'll go and uh, I'll go and be the one that, that that wakes everybody up. But I'm I'm getting ready for a. a, a Uh, you know a morning brew I'm I'm desperately ready for a cuppa Uh, and I think I don't know but I think I think we we might do pancakes for breakfast it seems like a camping thing to do we've got everything we need for it so so I think head back and a a brew and then maybe pancakes to you know to complement the start to the day I've had already It's Thursday evening and I find myself um, about a day and a half behind. Um, and this is because I was here uh, at about 9 o'clock yesterday morning. It's about 5 o'clock now uh, on Thursday evening, but I was here about 9 o'clock yesterday morning because um, i have been out for an early morning walk and i had a really nice walk along the seafront in Scarborough and then I decided to climb up to the castle on the headland. And as I'd climbed up towards the castle... I noticed a sign that um, directed me towards Anne Bronte's grave and I didn't realise that, um, that she was buried here. So I followed the signs and wandered along and found a, a really small little um, you know, grave yard attached to a very picturesque church. Um, and and found and found Dan Bronte's grave and thought to myself, well, this is this is a, a really serene spot and it was a beautiful morning yesterday morning and the entire South Bay was just literally um, awash with sunshine and I thought, well, I'll record the section for the podcast um, here, but I'd not brought a microphone with me, so I tried to do a recording using. Um, using the AirPods that I'd got with me and ended up listening to the recording back when I got back to the motorhome. And it just, it was awful. The amount of wind noise was just absolutely ridiculous. And you couldn't really make everything out. Um, so I thought, well, I'm, I'll, I'll abandon that and I'll, I'll record it again. And at which point I thought, well, I don't want to not go back up there. I want to record it from the same spot I recorded it from yesterday. So I've climbed back up here Um to record it um this evening and it's and it's amazing because it's a totally different view uh you know as in it's the same view but because the light's so different your eyes uh, your eyes are drawn to totally different places so i'm now whereas yesterday i was looking down and it was the sea and the sunlight on the sea that was really catching my attention now i'm looking at the buildings along the cliff top and the and the spa um, along the south end, um, and then you know the different coloured doors on the B Chalets uh, at this end, and the Clock Cafe, and those are the things that are are grabbing my my attention. Um, but back to back to the grave, uh, and back to you know where I'm actually sat, and 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 as I say, not not aware that she was actually she was actually buried here. But but if you I suppose if you're going to be laid to rest anywhere, then to have the view that um you look out from because i'm literally sat six feet away from from uh from the the headstone uh if that was if that was the one view that you had then that's that's not a bad view to have really um not a bad view to have at all so yesterday morning was a very pleasant walk and uh and i ended up going from here and walking down to the north bay um and I walked past a hotel uh, called the Clifton and noticed a blue pack on the wall there um, which told me that um, Wilfred Owen had um, had had stayed there and written some of his poetry in that hotel in in uh, in sort of nineteen seventeen nineteen eighteen time frame I, again I haven't explored it and I need to do a bit of investigation to find out the exact story um but um but but that was the other thing that I noticed post actually having been to been up to the uh, to the churchyard, so uh, so this is yesterday's section. What a day late, but hopefully capturing uh, you know what I was I was talking about I was talking about yesterday, um, and I'll slot it in. And there were some pictures that I posted on Instagram of, of both the things that I've talked about, so they'll have a bit of a, a bit of reference. So if you listen to the podcast or if you've seen the imagery, then the two things will will tie together. It's Thursday, and I'm walking along um, the beach at Filey, um, which is a a small resort just south of Scarborough, but kind of a little gem of a, a resort just south of Scarborough. And I'm walking along the uh, I'm walking along. As you can probably, hopefully, hear in the background. I'm walking along the tide line, uh, just as the as the the North Sea, and I can't believe I'm saying this, laps gently against uh, the beach. Um, that isn't normally the case, particularly bearing in mind uh, it was blowing a howling gale uh, for most of last night, uh, which had the effect of uh, a very shaky motorhome. Because the, uh, the camping site, the camera site we're at, is actually on top of the cliff, and so uh, the wind kind of uh, was, was, you know, throwing this metal box round quite significantly last night. But today it's it, you know, it really is a totally different day and, uh, and it's one of those things that I guess you think about when you're uh, on the, in this part of the world at how fast the weather actually actually changes. But it's a beautiful stretch of of uh, beach at Farley. In fact, is a beautiful little kind of petite resort. It's almost if Lego built a, a seaside resort and everything was a sort of compact and, and done in that kind of Lego-esque way, then Fireley is that resort. You've got a couple of you know, you've got so three or four streets of of shops in this little town, uh, and everything you need, you know, while you're here. So there's things selling, ro- you know, rock and fudge and those kind of things. And you've got a couple of shops where you can buy the various accoutrements needed for the beach. And there's places to get a coffee and fish and chips. And I think there's one amusement arcade, and and it's just kind of it's kind of this little compact and bijou spot. But it really is a a little. A, 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 well, I can say it again, it's a little gem um, sort of on this particular coastline and if you've never been I would, I would urge you to come and have a day and just look round finally because it is it, it unspoilt I know people talk about things being unspoilt but it is an unspoilt little town um, and it really does take you back to, to those holidays of your youth if you spent those holidays in places you know like I did um so I'm not going to say much more about Farley other than uh, than that and I'm actually going to continue my little stroll along along the beach before I go and probably have a game of football. <laughs> It's twenty past seven um, on Friday morning, and I'm sat uh, kind of in the middle of well, partway along Marine Drive, which is the um, the road that goes round the headland in Scarborough, um, and I'm up early for what will be my final walk, stroke, run uh, while I'm here, uh, having a walk this morning. Um, and I've walked on the headland which I can see in the distance to my left um, from where the caravan site is and um, arrived at um, something called the Oasis Cafe which is um, a cafe that's by the side of the uh, the road that runs around uh, and it's open from six in the morning and it's, it's, it's quite a new building but it's a, a real throwback in time to um, I guess what was, you know, the kind of places you might stop and get a coffee uh, when I was on holiday when I was a kid, because we used to come up to Bridlington every year um, for years and years and years. And, uh, and so I went and, and stood in the queue to get a drink, uh, deciding that I'd, I'd pause for reflection to record this, uh, this bit of audio. And um, and and looked at the menu, and my choices were coffee or milky coffee, which really took me back. So so I'm not getting my flat white this morning. Um, I you know so in it, it was it's a effectively it's an instant coffee and it's made with with hot milk and uh, you know and I was asked if I wanted sugar and I said yes, which meant I got a probably a, a kilo of sugar uh, put in my coffee. So I'm drinking a very milky, very sweet kind of thing that is completely evocative of of the kind of thing you would have um you would have got um sort of you know 30 40 years ago uh if you were out in one of the kind of tea bars and little um sort of shacks that that littered the prom um and still to a certain extent do litter the prom on this part of the the coastline um it's another beautiful morning. I've got to apologise for the road noise in the background because uh, I am literally sat on a wall by the road um, and there's, you know, there's, there's, there's only sort of 15, 20 feet in between the road uh, and actually effectively the sea. Um, and I'm sat by an incredible imposing uh, statue uh, which I've run past every day. Um and, and I've and I've stopped at this morning. Um and it's a statue of a guy called Freddie Gilroy. And uh he's he it's oversized, so it must be you know, he's sat on a bench and, and uh and and in making him sort of eight, nine feet tall. Um and it's uh it's done by a, a sculptor called Ray Lonsdale. And it's of a guy who um who who lived through the Second World War. Uh, and didn't do anything particularly remarkable. There's no, it's it's not uh, a memorial to an act of courage or um, to anything one specific thing. It's a memorial to a to a you know a, a, a man that went away to war and came back just scarred by the experience. And he he was in a group of people that liberated, uh, that liberated the Belson uh, concentration camp and uh and just came back completely scarred by the things that he saw uh, that then sat through it sat with him for the rest of his his life and the interesting thing you know reading um ab- about uh Freddie was um and i didn't i didn't realize this that um, so shocked were they by the things that they found um But also the fact that even with aid and even with food and even with medicine that another 13,000 people in that camp died after it was um, liberated simply because at that point in time they were just too far gone and there was nothing that could be done to save them. Um, Which must have been harrowing to have been part of that effort to try and do what you could for the people that you found there. And it's hardly surprising that they then stuck with him for the rest of his, his life. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful statue, it's, it's unique uh, in terms of its style and it's beautifully in keeping for where it is. Uh, and there's just um, the, the expression of sadness and melancholy on his face is, is, is quite something. And it just seemed an apt place to, you know, to maybe uh, end the recordings that I've done this week. to to sit To sit and have a, an early morning brew with, um, you know, with Freddie. Really, um, we've had a great few days. I hope, I hope you've enjoyed the recordings. I've really enjoyed getting out and about and recording them. I apologise for all the bits of noise and things that go with them, but that's 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 you know that's a that's an on location recording, I guess. Um, uh, and, and I guess we'll be back to normal um, next week, but it's been really nice to actually, you know, explore a place and find a few little things that of interest just to just to, to, to give you a sort of snapshot of what uh, what of the week on the you know a week in this part of the world has has been all about. So I'm now heading back um, doing the walk back along the cliff to get back. I've got a couple of hours to, to pack the to pack the motorhome down and then and then back on the road. Um, for for the last sort of uh, run in the van, so uh, we'll see how that all all transpires. Um, and I guess back to more normal well, I say more normal times. Everybody going back to school, and you know next week it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens with that. So I'm sure that'll pepper the the conversation next week. But in the meantime, from from Freddie and myself, I uh, hope you well. I hope you had a good week, and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>